I'll I'll be completely honest. I don't want a D belt. I like my belt. How can this be a harem adventure without you taking your belt off? <laughs> I don't want it to be a harem adventure. I don't want the prince looking at me like that. Oh, that's so bad. Now that's what I call a harem adventure. I'm really sorry I made that joke about Prince of Persia harem adventure. Now here we're here. Hello, strangers on the internet, storing up energy for the coming battle. Welcome to another episode of Nitwick, the podcast about friends and video games. This week's episode is all about remasters, the act of making something old, new, and sexy again. When should it happen? What bells and whistles do you need added to games of the past? Do you like and subscribe to Nitwick on iTunes? Answers to these questions and more coming right up. Uh, my name is Drew Fasciano, and a fun fact about myself, I would love to improve my commute by adding a horn to my bike and squeezing it every time a person cut me off. I'm sorry, I missed the, uh, I missed the plug at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, have, it's this hot new podcast called Nitwick. It, it's been around for about a year now, and like, whoa, oh, my whoa. goodness. I've never heard of Nitwick. Maybe one day I will be on it. Have I just been a guest appearances the entire time? We've been I making mean, a lot of guest appearances. <laughs> that'd be kind of weird if, like, if you were a guest. Okay, but I have to ask you, Drew, about your uh, your horn idea. Wouldn't you just be honking the horn the entire time? Yes, exactly. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, hi, my name is Adam. And fun fact, if I, how would I improve my commute? Uh, the simplest answer would be I wouldn't have one. Like, mm. I could just walk from like my house straight to no but you can't the office um but i would improve my commute by making everybody else take driver's ed again because i feel like people have forgotten how to drive because i'm getting cut i keep getting cut off all the time people don't know how to merge in correctly like guys it's a zipper it, you, it's one on the left one on the right one on the how left. do they fuck it up I don't know. Who, if you do not abide by the zipper rule, you are committing heresy of the highest level. Uh, but, like, every every day, my commute is, like, 20 minutes longer than it needs to be simply because people aren't paying attention they get into accidents. It's like, come the fuck on, guys. Mm, that's, like, I come mean, on. The road you take to yeah. work is, like, straight up notorious for, like, hey, someone's going to crash today. Like, it's just a thing. Yeah. 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 Alright, um, hey there everybody, I am Zach, and, uh, if I could improve my commute, I would improve it by extending BART down to, down to where I live, and up to where my work is. Which, it should, because BART should go to those two places, but it doesn't, and I'm very upset. Very, very upset. Maybe you could, like, build your own. I mean, I can't, I think he's, he's telling me to make my own. Wait, wait, I just realized something. (laughs) Hold on. Is BART actually an acronym? Yes. Is it like Bay Area Railway Transport? or transit? It is yeah. Bay Area Rapid Transit. Fuck, how did I <laughs> never notice that? 
Oh, oh boy, I actually oh, feel man, really stupid. I never that never clicked with me until I was like, oh, I'm gonna make a stupid joke. I'm like, wait a minute, this is too accurate, and this is probably real. <laughs> I honestly got thought Bart was like a company that owned that line or built no. that line or something like that. No, it is publicly owned. Oh, um, the original the the original intention of Bart was so that it would go all the way around the Bay Area, hence Bay Area Rapid Transit. But it mm. seems only East Bay was really interested in this idea and so it never went to san jose and it never went in north bay because and then like it never really went on the peninsula and it didn't really go to north bay or the peninsula because rich people are fucking assholes i'm sorry zach has opinions i have so many opinions opinions. i just (laughs) want my fucking transit (laughs) listen man rapid transit yeah I, Mm. i would like to take a train to work and not have to drive all right let me let me let me flip this question real quick uh, if they ever develop Mario warp pipe technology, how many are you getting installed in your house? Just one. Just Where would one. It, go? it goes straight to a fucking BART station. Well, that defeats yeah. the whole point of a of a of, of a pipe. Listen, Why would man. You have them All right, wait, step? wait, 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 wait. Can I move the one on the opposite side? No, Zach. I feel like you're missing the point of a pipe to remove a train entirely. It's in your house somewhere, so you get to pick where it pops out. Okay, I'm going to say it's going to pop out wherever the fuck my work is. Hmm. All right, Drew? Yes, Adam? Drew, where would you put your warp pipe at, the, the end of it? I would probably put my warp pipe into Fort Knox, take all the gold, and then build all the pipes I want. Okay. Well, that was... I have several... I see several problems with that. <laughs> But yeah, I'm gonna. But we don't have time for that. Uh, if I had to put my put the warp pipe at the end of something, I'd probably put it at like the like probably like a beach or something. So I'd just be like, man, fuck today. I'm going to the beach. You, you, God damn it. Oh, this reminds mm. me of a, another thing. But I'll. It's sorry. This reminds me of of if you could have your own pocket dimension, what would you fill it with? But that sounds like a fun fact for a later day. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun fact it. for a later day, Drew. Put it on the list. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Ah, gracious. You know what else I bet you did? Do you have a week, Drew? Was it true? Adam, I have great news. I did. I had quite a week. (laughs) Oh, my God. Would you like to hear about it? Would you like to hear about it? I would. Thank you. Okay, well, my week has just been... uh, It's been dandy. It's been dandy. I I done saw Thor Ragnarok. That movie is goofy Uh, and beautiful. Um, Did you like that one? I liked it. Um, It was very... It was different from the previous Thor movies it um they went like way more all in on the comedy angle than i thought they would yeah yeah they did and you know the movie worked for me uh i admit it could have had a bit more dramatic weight to it but then the context of it is the end of the universe so like i don't know i had fun i got Hmm. to drink a beer while watching it so i felt good um let's see here Played some D&D with Mr. Zack over there. I'm sure he's going to tell you all about right. it. Uh, got sick at the tail end of oh this boy. week. Yeah. Got a, got a bit of a Zach, headache what going. what did you do? I didn't do shit, I swear. I think he had the D- headache before he got he got to the thing. D&D mm. has poisoned poor Drew. Oh, it's fuck. poisoned my mind. But between all of that, I did get to play some video games. Would you like to hear about them? Tell me more oh, about these video games. Yeah, video game time. Well, tell me more about the Reapers. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I done played some uh, some new DLC, some free DLC, or as Zach would call it, uh, downloadable content. God, ah, uh, right. Bonus I fucking content. yelled at him about it. <laughs> <laughs> bonus level i so just for context for the listeners um while we were doing D, he was telling me about this and he called it free dlc and i basically yelled at him that's called fucking downloadable content um and then he looked at me like i was a crazy person so yeah that was that was his thing i mean the important thing is hollow knight has new content and it's it and it's halloween themed and it's about a a carnival troop coming into town and wrecking stuff up. Uh, and I oh, think that's the, just the grim, the, the grim gr- troop or something. The grim like troop, yes. The grim troop is is lovely and free, and I like it. I and need to play Hollow Knight. I have it sitting do. on my list of games to like, Hol- play. Hollow Knight is just but a beautiful game. I have other stuff I have to finish, but I, like, I keep hearing so much about it. Like, what's great about it is, like, there's so much stuff just in it, right? Like... I don't have to fight with loot boxes. I don't have to buy more stuff. It's just a whole bunch of neat stuff is there. And it's it's but just like a well-built game. It's great. Wouldn't wouldn't it be nice if you could buy a loot box and then get more areas randomly? I mean, I mean instead I just get to have those areas all the time. Oh <laughs> man. What if there was a loot box system that you could randomly unlock rooms in the dungeon and that's how you progress? Ew, no, 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 God, please, please Adam, forward. stop, I don't want to listen to this anymore. Uh, please look forward to the new EA game where that's a thing. Oh please. Alright, Drew, what else did you do? Well, I tell you, I finished, and I'm very happy with, Dishonored Death of the Outsider. That game is, it's shorter than I wanted it to be, but it tells a very tight story. In the end, they end up doing a lot of really cool stuff with the levels and with the actual lore of the Dishonored universe, which I'm a big fan of. Um, get to find out a whole lot about weird conspiracy and fan theory stuff. I don't know, it's just like it's a really well put together pack. And uh, nice. um, yeah, you know, it was fun. It, I recommend. Is, is this setting up for like a Dishonored 3 or did 2 end pretty conclusively and this is like side story thing? So 2 ended pretty conclusively um except they really hinted at this side story happening Mm -hmm. and the way this side story ends like the you don't have to make a new game like there's no like cliffhangers or like any loose like there are probably loose ends you could pull up if you just want to dig into the lore but there's nothing like really nagging right Mm -hmm. like so it doesn't seem like it it doesn't oh sorry (laughs) no it's fine um i think what you're trying to see ask is like does it seem like there's a planned sequel it doesn't look like there's a planned sequel um the way it ends kind of changes up the way things in the world would work i could definitely see a sequel happening and i could Mm -hmm. see it being very interesting but it's not doing that kind of like endless game thing where it's like oh hey teasing at another one it's just like it's a good tight concluded story that addresses some really interesting issues um i actually like the relationship between the protagonists in this pack uh, a bit more than i liked um in two in the game two proper i feel like they did a lot of really good lore stuff um, I don't know. If you have any interest in Dishonored, uh, I recommend picking it up. Like, you could play it if you haven't played the others, and you'll still get a pretty good story out of it. If you have played mm-hmm. the others, it fills in some really important gaps. I got nice things nice. to say about it. That's all I got, man. Seems nice. like a real nice game. 
yeah, you played. It, yeah, I, I had positive things to say about a video game. Ain't that crazy? I know. It's amazing. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. Uh, On well, that note, in keeping with things that are crazy, unless you had more. Uh, I had nothing else to say, except I wanted to know a bit more about your week, Adam. Would you mind telling me a thing or two? Why, I also had a week, as shocking as that may be. Good God, tell me all about it. Um, let's see, what did I do? So since we last recorded, uh, I have now finished my original swim routine. Nice! Uh, that, was me, that was me building up to a thousand butterfly. Uh, I think I mentioned this last time, but boy... A thousand butterfly is way harder than seven fifty, uh, mm. by like way more than I thought it would be. So that whole week, I was basically like super tired and dead, because I was, like, I was trying to wake up earlier to get to the pool, like before everybody else showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and I felt right. pretty good because at the end of it, like I was like doing like a whole bunch of laps back to back. I was like, man, I feel great. Everything's perfect. I'm so strong. <laughs> so now I'm trying to figure out like what my next set of routine would be. Oh, that's cool. Um, like you've, you've finished your challenge. It's just like, now it's time for the next level. That rocks, I think I'm dude. Gonna do, I think I'm going to do like distance next of like how many, how much I can do in like the, a lot of my, a lot of time in the morning. Oh, so that be I pretty see. fun. So um, like, you're not going to go for like a thousand. You're going to go for like a speed challenge or something like that. Kinda. I was thinking I'd do like a thousand, then bump up to twelve hundred, then bump up to fourteen. Like this would be all freestyled because uh, while I was doing butterfly and it felt really good to like do that because I've always wanted to challenge myself that way. Uh, boy, my back was kind of tweaking out at times. Mm. <laughs> so I was like, eh, I don't really need this additional back pain. So I'll just stick with freestyle for a little bit. Yeah, you know, you've right. gotten your strength, and now you get to do something that doesn't harm your body. That's that's wonderful. I ah, know. <laughs> that, that sounds fantastic. It sounds beautiful and amazing and so much fun. Uh, I've been playing a little bit more of that, that Fire Emblem Heroes. That's been pretty fun. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I did, the other day, I was I was trying to see, like, I just had a few orbs left over. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go see if I can get one of the new uh, special characters. And then I ended up getting two. It was like, well, I guess I'm done, because that's the best luck I'll have this season. It sounds like you have really good luck with this game. Like, well, like that's, la- the weird <laughs> thing with, that's the weird thing with Fire Emblem Heroes, is that um, mm. I, I seem to have pretty good luck of picking, like... So they'll usually release a banner of, like, here's these, like, four new characters. And they'll be like, I want that one. I'll never get that one, but I'll get, like, the two, the other two. I'll get, like, second and third place that I want. It's like, huh. oh, that's that's good, too, I guess. Hmm. yeah that is pretty um, solid that, i guess like for that's... me i'm just thinking about them as like cool you you keep getting legendary skins because i don't really have context for the game right so for it me would it's base... like mind-blowing that you're like getting all these super cool new skins and everything's great and amazing basically yeah <laughs> uh speaking of legendary skins and whatnot um i think i was as usual i've been playing more of that overwatch and this mm. week i was following uh blizzcon mm. oh right uh, yeah blizzcon BlizzCon Ooh, had a bunch of updates, and uh, I I really only watched for the um, the Overwatch update. So I'll give a, a quick Overwatch update, and you guys can throw in any opinions on this. Okay. Uh, so they so at BlizzCon for Overwatch, they showed off a new hero, Moira. Yeah. Like Moira her. is <laughs> Moira is pretty cool. I love that she just kind of looks like evil David Bowie. Oh yeah, she is. Uh, she is evil David Bowie. Don't get I'm me wrong. Not- my interpretation was that first I thought of her as like a female version of the outsider because I'd been playing Dishonored and mm-hmm. she has Blink. 
And then, uh, if you've been watching the new Voltron, she straight up is a character from that show. Like, <laughs> it's, she's weirdly similar to this witch character. Um, yeah. So I'm, but, I'm digging but, her design a lot. But Moira's gameplay is that she's a support, and she, she has one beam that'll heal people, and then another beam that'll damage. And the more you damage, you'll build this meter up so you can go heal people. So you're kind of doing a lifesteal kind of thing. Um, I think what I like most about Moira so far is, boy, there's some, like, goofy, like, super anime-ass weeb shit that she's doing, and it kind of makes me laugh. Like what? Uh, oh, her man. run, her run has her arms behind her back. She's no! doing the, she's she's doing doing the Sonic, run, yeah. she's doing a Naruto Sonic run, and her oh. ult is literally a Kamehameha. It's yeah. like, stop. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. No, uh, she also, when she, like, I, I looked at her basic attacks, like, when she punches, uh, one is, like, a claw swipe, and then the other one is mm. this, like, looks like, like, a, a karate move or something, where she's got, like, it two It looks like a little up. dainty hand tap. Yeah, it does thing. look like a hand tap. <laughs> like, what? But, uh, that was pretty cool, um, so they showed off a bunch of, they showed off a new map, which is Blizzard World, which was, right. you know what's really cool? Blizzard. You know who makes it watch? Blizzard. We're making a Blizzard themed map. You have no I I saw that and I was just like, why is Blizzard fan servicing their own products right now? I don't know. Uh the Blizzard World map and the Blizzard World skins they announced were mm-hmm. like it's like, boy, you guys really like Blizzard. Well, I, I got a theory behind that. Like recently they started adding a lot of social features to just the uh, the BattleNet client. So my guess mm-hmm. is they're kind of they're trying to like double down on like <clears throat> like the whole community thing around their games and my guess is like Blizzard World is kind of like hey play our other games too be a part of our little yeah, circle I yo so I-, I can see it being cross promotion and I don't doubt that it was cross promotion at least to many producers um but oh. I could also like Blizzard is the kind of company that would just sort of do this shit anyways. Yeah, like they love doing goofy bullshit like this. I agree with Zach, but I also agree with Drew. Of like, boy, are they really aggressive about their cross promotion <laughs> on stuff? Uh, the other day, I opened up BattleNet and I noticed, hey, you have a gift. I'm like, oh, what is this gift? And it says, hey, we noticed you haven't played Hearthstone. Do you want to play Hearthstone? Here's a free booster pack. <laughs> and like, oh my god, it begins. Yeah, uh, actually, funny story about Hearthstone is that like a few weeks ago, I started playing it again. Mm-hmm. and i just like i looked up a all-in aggro burn deck for uh for sorcerer i forget it sorceress mm-hmm. no it's the wizard class but and then i built it and then i played against players and utterly curb stomped them and i was just like i put this together in like 20 minutes what the hell <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so that was a bunch of blizzcon stuff like i said uh, they announced a bunch but i was only really interested in the overwatch stuff uh I watched the pro games with a couple buddies. That was kind of fun. I've actually never watched like profi- like competitive. Uh, yeah, I have watch play. Oof. Yeah, was... that that'll take a lot longer than than it. But it, it was pretty cool to just watch people play that game. Mm. Um, yeah, on the pro level. <laughs> on a pro level, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think. I think that's about it. Um, currently, I'm trying to learn how to play uh, this new game called Gundam Versus. A, oh i heard about a, that a couple times how is that? it's a gundam fighting game oh it's really mm-hmm. good but boy is it really hard oh <laughs> like, dang it has nothing to do with combos or anything and it's all about how you like moving your 
your uh, Gundam around and like right. making sure you're in the correct position and stuff. And it's just super difficult. And so Ian and I are, are uh, diving into that. And so I'm, I'm kind of curious. Of so is it like Street Fighter then? No, because you're in a 3D arena kind of oh, thing. And so oh, you can be flying I see. So and like, zipping around. So like the... Uh... What is it? The old fucking DBZ games. Kind of, like yeah. The DBZ yeah. fighting games that kind of were like 3D. Like, is it still hmm. on a 2D plane, or...? No, you can go up, down, it's like full 3D motion and stuff oh, like wow. that. Oh, wow. That's that's pretty crazy. Um, hmm. I guess... And then like... it, had, it, it has a super aggressive, like, stamina meter management kind of system. It's like, damn. Okay, just one last question about the movement system. Is it sort of basically like Soul Calibur, but you can fly? Kinda? I guess that'd be a way to call it. Isn't there... Is there terrain? There is. There's, like, cover you can hide behind. Uh, oh, it, it, it boy. It kind of helps. Yeah. But, uh... <clears throat> okay. But it's good. I've liked it. I like it pretty good. But that was my week. Well... Zach! Well, oh. Hey there. Um, Hi, Zach. So, I had a week. It was a lovely week. Um, I... I suppose I'll start with... I think everything is all game stuff. Oh, wow. I'm trying to think of, like, non-gaming things that happened. It's just, like, nothing. Um, I mean, it, it is a game podcast, so you you are allowed to talk about video games. I know, I know. <laughs> so that's where I'm starting, and that's where I'm ending. Um, so I saw, I I was I looked up the the stuff that came out of BlizzCon, um, and there's a funny story attached to that. Uh, is that I was on my lunch break and I was looking it up on the computer, and my boss walked right past me, stopped, and then like said something, and I popped up my earbud. And I was like, what What is it? And it's just like, ah, uh, yeah, BlizzCon. And I'm like yeah <laughs> and so and like once he came back from like he was walking off to go off to lunch and so once he came back from lunch i told him all the news and updates from blizzcon uh yeah so He's a man who gets it yeah apparently uh starcraft 2 is going free to play which is interesting yeah i wasn't quite sure why about that but eh. i mean i'd like to be able to play the other expansion packs essentially because i bought mm. the terran stuff and i didn't get anything else um but yeah, in addition to that, uh, I have I uh, over the weekend I was part of a PTU group playing on Saturday, basically from one o'clock to five o'clock, and I thought it was actually going to go a lot later. So Drew actually invited me to see Thor Ragnarok this weekend, and I turned him down because I thought I was going to be busy. Wow, Drew! Um, you hear this? Yeah, hear this. I I'm I'm, I'm hurt. <laughs> I'm really sorry, Drew. <laughs> I think I told you about this on Sunday. But yeah, Corey, like... I'm sure Drew isn't very Thor about that. Hey! <laughs> hey! Um, Look at you. But yeah, uh, so I'm really sorry about that. It was like 5 o'clock, and then the Game Master was just like, I'm super tired, we're done. And I was like, oh. Um, and then <laughs> but did Sunday, you have fun, is the question. Did you have fun? I did. It was odd. It was a really odd session, because like we didn't do a lot. We just sort of talked to NPCs... And then we went to a ramen shop, and our players talked to each other. And nice. most of the conversation in the ramen shop was one guy espousing why he wants to be a gym leader, and like the rest of us going like, "Wait, what? Why? What? That doesn't make any sense, dude." Um, oh, you had you had the slice of life episode. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we have Good a lot of you. slice of life episodes. Um, I'm just excited that I have a fucking phantom, and then it's going to be a Trevenant, and I named it Kodama, because that's a very fun and appropriate name. Nice. Um, but yeah, so my... Uh, other than that, so in terms of video games, uh, I've been playing a lot of Overwatch. I'm actually... I have decided that 
I'm going to try for the next week not to play any more Overwatch because I have many other games to play. Ah, yeah, gonna, um, I'm, I'm kind of reaching that point as well. Yeah, I, I'm probably going to wait till Moira shows up and then I'll jump back in. I'll yeah, I might do something like that. There's no event to sort of take my attention. So in addition to that, uh, I actually picked up XCOM Enemy Unknown, Enemy Within. Woo! And I started playing that again. Uh, let me tell you, I like steamroll every combat mission I'm in. But I forgot to set my second satellite up early, mm. and boy, did that screw me. Oh, no. How so? Um, I was hilariously underfunded. <laughs> like, I was getting, uh, what was it? It was like, for the first month or two, I was getting like 35 per month. And I was just like, why aren't I getting any money? Oh, my God, I got to go get these satellites. And I looked at it, and I was just like, oh, I have a second one. Mm. Oh, my mistake. How much should you have been getting? Uh, like 250. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Um, I, I was making it work, though. Like like I said, I, I sort of steamroll every mission. Um, but yeah, in addition to that, uh, I've been playing, also been playing some more Final Fantasy XIV, as usual. Uh, and I actually just helped a friend of mine, I was actually doing voice with him, uh sort of helping him through the palace of the dead because he's trying to get a character to level 50 mm. and we were having a merry old time goofing and memeing at each other while going through it so that was fun oh nice and Sounds I only, like online play it was um and uh and i only really mentioned it because we were literally just doing it and i very rarely get to hang out with that dude oh I mean, Sometimes I'll hang out with him on the computer time because he lives in Maryland. Well, Zach, it sounds like you had a very eventful and beautiful week. I did. It was a great. Mm-hmm. It was an excellent week. Let me ask you something, mm-hmm. Drew, Zach, yes, myself. <laughs> if we could do it all over again, would we do it remastered, man? <laughs> How would we remaster this specific episode? Well, Adam, it's interesting you ask that because that's the theme. And I feel like if we were to remaster this episode, we would have talked about remasters and remakes in video games instead of our own selves for 30 minutes or so. Okay, wait wait a second. So the remaster is just us getting really fucking meta. Right here, right now, we are going to talk about remasters and remakes because that's how my intro went and I'm sticking to it. So, if you guys are ready, it's time to talk about that wonderful topic. I am ready. I am never ready, but I'm okay. Let's do this. All right. Well, our first question down this Mary Remake versus Redux episode, remasters, what have you, uh, is what is the difference between a remake and a remaster in games? They happen pretty frequently. Um, sometimes it's simple. I mean, sometimes it's simple. Sometimes it's let's add some new tech features. Let's bump up a frame rate. Other times, studios go whole hog and, like, straight up rebuild something from scratch. I'm really sorry for cutting you off. I'm really, really sorry for doing that. Uh, There's no... Don't don't. He's going to do it again later. Just you wait. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um, So, remakes versus remasters. Yeah. Let's just open the field with that and maybe talk about a few that we've played and why we like them or hate them. Well, I feel like Um, I need to open this off. I'll open this off by saying this. I barely understand what the difference between a remake and a remaster is, and I almost never play them. The only reason why would be I don't have the ability to play it with what I currently have. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, when I was thinking about this question, um, it was actually kind of hard because 
a little behind the scenes thing when we were planning this episode we were like do you think we should do a remake and a remaster episode or should we do one and i think we we eventually decided to do one of them because there ends up being a lot of overlap between the two i'm still uh, slightly confused as to what the difference is well well the more I thought about it, the more it was kind of like, I think they are kind of the same thing, but I'd almost kind of put them on like a gradient kind of thing mm. um, where a remaster for me is generally a remaster is higher, higher updated textures and models. Um, it's usually got done like a, you'll see a lot of games do this where it's, this is the HD version. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, HD kind of doesn't mean much of anything at at this point because it's been slapped around on everything i mean i, I feel yeah. like it's supposed to stand for high definition and like what does that even mean so like right <laughs> well because that's the thing like it's a, it is supposed to stand for high definition but it's like high definition in terms of what like when it was when it came out i guess uh but generally it's i i view remasters as um on one end of a scale as being like a graphics update and then, like, a remake will usually be, like... It's a game that's that's previously come out, but they're now kind of... But, like, they're be, it's being re-released, and it usually will have uh, updated graphics as well. But it, remakes will often also have, um, like, a lot of quality of life changes or system overhauls. It's usually, like... Mm-hmm. It's kind of, like, it's the same core experience, but it's being redone in a different way kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. so... So the remaster is kind of like the light version of a remake. I mean, yeah, like with to me, me, I think I, I think of like when we had like PS4 to P like PS3 to PS4, there were a ton of games that were just like remastered for the new system. And that was mm-hmm. just that was almost just a port with like a few extra things thrown on. Right. Yeah. Um, like, oh, hey, here's you know, like some higher res textures. We're at 60 FPS. We're effectively showing off the hardware with this thing that's already gotten some sales out of it. And we can very easily sell it again. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so for me, that, that to me, it can be like I've seen the remaster term applied to it. I don't feel like it always sometimes I feel like it's a marketing thing for like, you know, promoting a port. Sometimes I feel like it's a little more love has gone into a game. For mm. example, um, the remake for DMC, the weird Devil May Cry reboot that kind of happened. Um, it addressed a lot of fan issues. It bumped up frame rates. It changed the mechanics. It added new skins. It added like it added like a couple of like quality of life changes mm-hmm. that seem to have been like already part of like the PC mod community that seem to have really fixed up the game in a way that people were satisfied with. And that to me is like a remaster where it's like, oh, you like paid attention to fans. Um, That's like my stance on remasters is like very easy cash in could be used for good. And then when I think of a remake, I think like asset complete overhaul. Like maybe this was a classic, but it's like a billion years old and we want to just like (laughs) re-represent something. Well, well, because like you've played those, right? No, I I totally understand exactly. And I know exactly what you mean. It's just funny to think like, man, it's a billion years old. So really, it's like thirty year. It's a thirty year old game. Well, like as far as like computers care, like thirty years, oh, no. three hundred. I hundred percent agree with you. It's just funny to think. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, turn to uh, phrase, I guess. So, so would you guys consider? I, maybe I'm getting a little pedantic with this question, but um, would you consider a port to be a remake or a remaster? Like just a straight port to the next system. Would you include that in the in mm. this sort of? 
So this is kind of where why I was saying it, it's kind of a gradient f- for me of like where it falls on that because so Drew's example of DMC, uh, that's to me it, it's not quite a remake because it's this it's still the same game just a couple of things have been tweaked here or there but it's definitely more than a remaster. Um, I actually really usually don't consider ports to be remasters. Um, okay. I guess I guess in a very general sense you could call them that. Yeah, because I've played um, I've played a lot of ports. Like I played the port for Final Fantasy IX, and I like on the PS3, and then I played uh fuck what was it? It was like a couple of other ported games. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I wasn't sure whether or not to consider them like remakes or remasters. It doesn't no, seem like I it's appropriate. I think that's fair. Um, like it feels like it feels like to me at least when something's a remake or a remaster, I just. Like, to me, it just signals that it's marketing bullshit and mm-hmm. that I can probably get the actual game for significantly cheaper and find it equally enjoyable. Well, you would say that. You would say that. However, sometimes those quality of life changes are very important. Yeah. For example, if you ever played the original Metal Gear Solid 3, that camera, fucking terrifying. Oh, yeah. Subsistence, hey, it's a fantastic classic. You know, kind of a back and forth. I'm trying to think, like, because mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid 3 uh subsistence i would almost like for how drastic that camera change was i'd almost Mm -hmm. call it a remake but i think it's like just shy of being a full-on remake i was thinking of it almost like in terms of a movie where a movie a movie remake would it'll use like the same name but like all the bits and pieces are kind of different but a remaster is like the new version Uh, right um and like and like metal gear solid 3 i think is still technically a remastering but it's still mm -hmm. it's a pretty damn good remaster Mm-hmm. kind of deal so I, I wanted to ask uh so persona 4 and persona mm-hmm. 3 had this as well and i bet persona 5 is going to have it um they tend to ha- release the base game and then they'll release the like new version of it like do you would you consider something like persona 4 golden which was persona 4 plus a bunch of extra stuff mm-hmm. to be a remake or a remaster I would consider it a remaster mm, really in the same way I consider like Kingdom Hearts Final Mix a remaster of the original game. You're taking the, the yeah. original thing, you're changing some stuff up, throwing in some extra special sugar, and saying, hey, this is worth a rebuy if you like the original, or if you're looking to, say, pick this thing up, this is the definitive good version you should get. Like, yeah. that's what I want in a remaster. That's what I expect. You know what I mean? Well, right. so we're kind of jumping around on our list uh we so are. I guess we've kind of moved on to the uh, what do you look... So we have a question down here. Uh, we've already kind of gone over the do ports to newer consoles count. And I think we've we've talked a little bit about that. Uh, and then another question we had down here of is what do you expect from a remaster? And I guess we'll just continue the conversation from there. Of um, When I see a remaster, generally mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to have higher graphics just because it's like that's kind of... When I was talking about that gradient, a remaster at the very least will have like improved graphics to me. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like a port is like this is the same resolution, the same stuff. It's it's just a port kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But a remaster will generally be like higher fidelity stuff. Uh, and then the really nice remasters have like maybe the DLC already included, or will have quality of life mm-hmm. or fan requested features. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm or and sometimes they will have expansions so like for persona 4 uh, 3 4 and i assume 5 will do it yeah i got a feeling 5 is gonna do it uh 
Persona 3 Fess and Persona 4 Golden um, had a bunch of updates that were like quality of life stuff on them, but graphically they were, I think they were the same, but the, like they were, it's almost like those had been like touched up almost. Like a remaster is more like, it's the same thing, we've just kind of gone back and touched it up a bit more. Yeah. Like that, that actually gets into like a weird gray area, right? Because like games these days like you almost expect there to be patches coming in right like you know Mm -hmm. you could just like those changes that you would expect in a remaster like if they're on the same console or like the same version you can you can just download most of them right like you don't necessarily need to go out and buy a new specific version of it well to get to get into the particulars you you really can't do that with a persona game and it bothers me every time that you can't just patch them up yeah i'm gonna have to buy that new version of persona 5 well you might not have to uh because so the thing is is that most of the time a remaster won't uh and i say most of the time because i'm sure there's an example of it uh most of the time a remaster won't appear on the same console that it originally came on like (laughs) persona 3 and 4 were ps2 games and that their remaster well persona 3 FES came out. was on a ps2 that was on ps2 uh, so bad example wait, there but wait Fest, a second or sorry no golden was vita oh only. yeah golden was vita only yeah that was so, some golden i think was a that's a big cash grab, but it also improved a lot and became like the definitive version to play yeah <clears throat> that is one thing i don't like about remasters is like weird marketing shit where it tries to get you to buy a different console Kingdom Hearts. Oh, gracious! I have oh, a terrible, boy. Cu- terrible cough. Yeah. Terrible cough. Yeah, that's, terrible. That terrible. Is, uh... Hopefully that doesn't spread. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. Oh my goodness! Uh, right? no. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, mo- moving on. Uh, but it's weird because when we really, when you really try to think of a remake and remaster, it makes more sense when you don't con- when you don't factor in uh, online patches because you almost kind of think. Man, like these remasters, how many of these couldn't have just been patches instead of just like a full on buy again? So yeah, mm-hmm. we we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what is a remake and a remaster. Yeah, I'm about uh, to kill you with another question of the same nature. Well, what I what I'd say is this: is that a remaster to me, if I had to be completely 100 percent honest, a remaster, if it doesn't have like a bunch of quality of life and mechanics changes, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Those to me feel like the big cash grabs kind of thing, mm-hmm. even if they right, are like right. other systems. Uh, I guess I, I guess to counter what I just said is that sometimes uh, if it's remastered up to a new console, it's because the console can't play the original one. Like, so they're basically the remaster is the ability to play the game on that right. console kind of thing. Uh, that's so, a good point. That's a good point. Hmm. And you can't really patch that in. That's like emulation stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So what would you consider, and we have a question about this, about collections. Um, so Morrowind, I actually played the Game of the Year edition of Morrowind on my console, which means mm-hmm. it had the Tribunal and Blood Moon expansion packs included with the base game. Would oh, you consider... Yeah, it, it, I, listen, man, Morrowind was fun. I barely, I was really shitty at it, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you consider that like a remake or a remaster? Because like Bethesda does Game of the Year editions all the time, where it's just sort of the base game plus all of its expansions. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, collections are kind of weird because collections like I don't really collections aren't always a newer or updated version of the game. Like it, 
I keep changing my definition, but like at the bare minimum, a remaster is like an update version, and then a remake is like a remaster, like done to the extreme where it's like, like almost replacing the original. Mm-hmm. Um, so I it depends on the collection or what they're doing with the collection. Like, uh, there is a collection that's coming out soon that I actually really want to pick up. Uh, call it's the Dot Hack Gu. Uh, Collection. Oh god, I saw a fucking there's a there's a YouTube fucking ad for that, like a full like 10-15 second ad on YouTube for that. Oh my god, a whole 15 seconds. Jeez. No, I didn't expect a fucking video ad for dot hack. <laughs> um but that game I'm actually looking forward to because it it it's doing something kind of cool where the collection it's not just the three games on a new system. Hmm. There's a whole bunch of like quality of life and like features that were in the hmm. the later games because it's a trilogy right that they've now backported into the older games oh that's really clever then, so like two had like it's too streamlined how you could upgrade your gear and stuff like that so now you can play it in one where it's not a so it's not super clunky anymore yeah so it wait. almost kind of like normalizes them all so quick mm. quick aside um did they fix that thing in dot hack where you'd like jump into the world you'd like jump into like the the danger zone map before the dungeon and the whole fucking world would be empty did they fix that i hope they fixed that i don't know i never ran into that problem uh you didn't that's like the only way you get into the dungeon is you have to sort of like jump into a world and that world would be like barren except for the dungeon entrance oh that was that was the dot hack games dot hack gu does like a different setup oh okay okay this is specifically a collection of the gu games all right cool because fucking dot hack can't be more confusing (laughs) um <laughs> uh, drew what are your thoughts on on collections well let's see here i with collections it's an opportunity to i will buy collections uh i'm more likely to buy a collection than i am sort of that like base remaster and i say that because there are a lot of games where i've played one but like they're they're one in like a long-standing series and i haven't gotten an opportunity to check out the rest and so for mm. me, that's like a weirdly good opportunity. That almost fulfills that niche of like why I might want a remaster, right? Where it's like, yeah. oh, I want to see this thing, but I want to see it in its glory and what have you, blah, blah, blah. Um, for example, um, Devil May Cry 3, originally on PS2, I can play it on my Xbox now, um, which is the, it was my console for a long time. It's like I wanted to play something. I didn't want to like plug in 12 new, you know, I didn't want to like rewire stuff so that I can play this old thing on this old thing on this old thing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it comes with the first game. That's how I got to play the first game. And it comes with the second game, which is how I got to play the second game. Um, but did it have the third game, which is how you got to play the third third game? It had, it had one, two and three in it. Was Wait, did, the, is that how you got to play the third game? No, I played the original third game on PS2. And ah. it was really cool to be able to, pl- to play it again because it's one of my favorite games, but I didn't want to, like, you know, plug in my old console and dig up the old disc and all that. Right, uh, like, right, right. it was a convenient package of things that I wanted. And I know that that doesn't sound like a remaster. I know the idea of a remaster is take a specific classic and kind of, like, gussy it up and put it at its best and make it presentable to new people. But this effectively did that for me with a series of older games. So, mm-hmm. kind of. It was kind of a remake. Let me ask you a question. Uh, I know I've picked up a couple remasters. If only... And I hope I'm not the only one that like, done this. And I feel like, I've, I've, like I might be. Um, where it's like, I picked this remaster up 
because well one because it's on the newer system that i have that i'm currently using not because Mm -hmm. like like i'll have the original i can go back and play the original like right like i own all three of the devil may cry games on ps2 like individually but i picked up the remaster on ps3 because it's like well I, i don't use my ps2 no, that's like exactly why I bought the collection. It's like, why would I? This is so much more convenient, and mm-hmm. I get some stuff that I kind of want anyway. It All rocks. right, um, this is this is where I diverge from you two. So, I'll put it to you like this: I played Final Fantasy IX on the PlayStation Three. The reason I did that was because I have the PlayStation One. I went out and bought the PlayStation One version of Final Fantasy IX. Because yeah. I have a PlayStation 2 that I bought specifically to play, like, Persona 3 and Persona 4. Um, and the only reason I ended up playing it on the PS3, which I also owned at the time, was because I could not get it to work on the PlayStation 2. What? I mean, but that's, that's also, like, like a, a valid thing. Like, No, I know. It's a, it is valid. It's just... That's, that's just like, how it is. Like, I have... Mm-hmm. Um, and instead of getting like the HD remaster versions of these games, I ended up getting Shadow of the Colossus and uh, Okami for the PlayStation Two, just mm-hmm. their PlayStation Two versions. You know, um, you touch on an that's... interesting, an interesting little bit there about game preservation, right? Like you're yeah. saying, you yeah. can't actually play the original game in the original way it was meant to be played. I was, you I was need... not able because the PlayStation Two was destroying the disc. <laughs> it was an unfortunate God. scenario. Um, but yeah, you no, knew you needed to buy it on the PS3. Yeah, no, it was, it was some bullshit in order to get it to work on the PS2. So I just said, "Fuck it, I'll just get it on the PlayStation 3. I also feel like with collections, like my money is a little bit more justified. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting three games versus one, so I'm willing to shell out maybe just a little bit more cash. Like, sometimes if it's just a port or a remake of something that was, like, maybe a few years old, it seems like, well, why do I want to... Like, they're often sold for relatively, you know, the same price as you expect, as you expect like, a yeah. new game. And that, for me, feels like a bit of a rip, right? Like, I kind of want to get some extra content if I'm going to be, like, buying something I know is old. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Even if I already own well, it, I, I you think, know? Yeah, I think the... Coll- like, you, you, you basically said it, but I'll just reiterate, like, the collections, I think like remaster collections i think are an easier sell than here's oh, this yeah. one game that's just a remaster yeah like, they're they're they are they are the way to sell a remaster it's much mm-hmm. easier to say hey here's these three older games like dmc one two and three all gussied up instead of selling it to you individually and mm-hmm. i think that at that point they can charge you like the normal price but it almost feels more justified because it's like three whole games yeah it's three entire games yeah. um so We've jumped around on our list of questions. Like we sure have. We sure yeah, have. We, don't. we had a we had a listed docket, but we've kind of jumped. Uh, so I was gonna put us back up uh, <laughs> on one of our previous questions, and we've kind of talked about this. But I think like now that we've kind of, unless we had like anything more we wanted to ask, about, like what I, is I vote or for why. you getting us back on track. By all <laughs> means, get us back on track, dude. Um. So th- we've kind of touched on this here or there, but I guess we're gonna. This is more about our specific examples of oh, of boy. remasters or remakes <laughs> you've played. Um, and, and so this is kind of our time of like you know we you can bring up a a particular remake or remaster that you've tried. Mm-hmm. And Zach, th- this goes for you if you want to talk about like uh, like the one the ones you kind of mentioned. 
and just kind of go down like what we liked or disliked or what what our kind of general thoughts on them are. So for me, I had three core ones I wanted to bring up. Uh, I alluded to, I think I alluded to the director's cut of Sonic Adventure, which was a game I had played on Dreamcast. And it was one of the first games I had ever played. And I quite liked it. And I was strangely excited to see a director's cut remake of it. And when I got to it, I was very disappointed. Oh, Uh, no. (laughs) Sonic never disappoints, though. Uh, What happened with this particular case is it was on the GameCube as opposed to the Dreamcast. And as a result, different hardware, as Adam, you alluded to earlier, sometimes happens. So to solve this problem, they used a fresh, hot new lighting system, a whole new graphic setup. And the idea was that it would make the game look a lot better in certain places. Uh, And in my opinion, those kind of auto changes actually made it look significantly worse um like little little issues that you don't really notice when things are really low poly or like the lighting's (laughs) done right like become far more noticeable right like dude that you know what Uh, so i'm gonna jump in real quick i actually never played the dreamcast version of sonic adventure one i only played the gamecube one oh no i literally sat there like why do people keep talking about this game this game is trash oh no um (laughs) but you bring up a good point drew of sometimes like so like we said a remaster is usually improved like it's sometimes a new hardware but most of the time it just means it's improved textures and high fidelity Sometimes that's not so good because it makes mm. things look real ugly. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've seen that I mean, happen it, before. I mean, it's strange because they genuinely did add new content to the game. Like, they had this whole mission, like, hidden missions thing at the end. And I think they added some extensions to the Chow Garden. Like, as a whole, it, it didn't seem like it was a complete cash grab. It seemed like they were like, hey, we have this opportunity to make some money off of a game people like and maybe yeah, do so it like, a little better mm-hmm. um and i'm sure there were glitches they fixed up but like my heart goes out to anyone who thinks that that's the definitive version of that game because like it's <laughs> not <laughs> it's just not dude you're, you're trying to tell me you're trying to tell me you don't love big the cat's vacant stare into your spirit <laughs> what okay that's in the original that never went oh anywhere. that is oh good then the original is also trash uh for people who don't know big the cat was this amazing character they decided to add into the game um and his entire gameplay style was just fishing it was fishing and sonic and it's like this big doofy like borderline offensive like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah he is like like very derpy character um and adam that was not a director's cut edition that was in fact part of the og um god oh if I could give oh you, if I could talk a little bit more about something that I thought did work out pretty nicely, mm-hmm. um, as you may know at this point, I like Metroid Prime a lot. Uh, that being said, I started the whole Metroid thing on the 3D games, and I had always felt really weird about never playing the original. You know, it seemed like kind of like, oh man, I'm a big fan, but I guess I'm not really a big fan because I didn't play the original stuff. Mm. So when they made uh they made a remake of the first game for the game boy the game boy advanced and it was called zero mission kind of a play on what was going on there it was a ground up remake of the original game Mm -hmm. uh it had some extra chapter at the end um that i know wasn't in the original 
And for me, as someone who never got to play the old one because it was just, you know, ancient and I didn't want to do it, um, it was really cool. It was cool to, like, kind of get this idea of what the original game was about with a lot of modern sensibilities, really nice sprites, Mm -hmm. you know, because it was 2D sprite-based. Like, it was a genuine, like, hey, we put love and excitement into this thing that we care about. And that's shown through so well. Um, I don't know. Like, that to me is, like, if you... If you want to remake something and you genuinely care about it, that to me seems like it goes through, right? Yeah. Like that one to me, uh, Zero Mission actually doesn't just feel like a remaster. That one I would quantify as like a remake because like those are wholly new assets. There's like a whole new game being made. Like it is the original one in spirit, but it is a whole new thing. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I also really like the thing about Zero Mission is that the title Metroid Zero Mission it makes you think it's talking about her like zeroth mission thing, but that doesn't happen until like the very end. It's just weird because Metroid Zero Mission uh. is Metroid One. It's like, oh, what a weird name oh. for this. Yeah, that I is mean, a really weird name. I thought it was cool. Like, like I they think it sounds cool. Like, they literally could have called it <laughs> Metroid First Contact, and it would have been a more appropriate name. Maybe, maybe Metroid counts by array elements and that is it starts oh, at zero yeah there maybe. you go there maybe you it's go. maybe it's instead of being dumb it's actually very clever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't we feel silly us. now drew can i ask you uh, as a uh, as a known fan of metroid prime mm-hmm. were you ever able to track down the metroid prime trilogy uh, remasters that was something i wanted to bring up because for me that is my current dilemma like i don't have a nintendo console right uh, or I don't have a modern one. I didn't have uh, a Wii. I didn't get a Wii U. And so I played one and two on the GameCube, but I never got to see how the entire thing ends. Oh, and that no. Totally sucks because I heard the third one was really good. And I was a big fan of the first one. I actually really like the second one. It's got its shortcomings, but what have you. Um, and given the opportunity, I would gladly buy the collection edition. Uh, mm-hmm. And they wouldn't have to do anything for me. I would take the base games as they were and just be happy to get the third yeah. on a modern console and have the other two packaged together in a way that I could easily pop to. Oh, because is... my old GameCube, eh, similar to Zach's case, like that thing, that thing is not on its best uh, its best leg right now. You know. Yeah. I don't even... I Listen, would... man, I don't even know where my GameCube is. <laughs> well, uh, so... I. I was going to say, because I remember the Metroid Prime trilogy, um, one of the things it did is, because Metroid Prime 3 was on the Wii, Mm -hmm. and that meant it had motion controls and motion aiming, and Mm -hmm. when they did the trilogy, they backported, they redid the entire aiming system for uh, the Wii, where it was with the pointer and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that was kind of interesting, and I was curious if you'd played it. Um, We have a question further down that we can talk more about that one. Uh, well, before I think... we before we get to that, dude, uh, what about like, do you have remasters you want to talk about? I feel like I've been talking for like ten minutes. Oh like... man, <laughs> I have some remasters I could talk about. <laughs> oh um, boy. So let's see. Uh, we've you and I, Drew, have already talked about the DMC HD collection. Uh, I will just say that's a really cool collection to have. Uh, I've liked seeing that one kind of prettied up a bit. Uh, there was, uh. I think Zach, you mentioned the Okami HD version. Uh, Do I have came the out... HD version? <laughs> Sorry, I have the disc right here. Nope, I have the original version. You probably. Oh, I thought you mentioned you'd play the HD one. Well, no. Okami HD <laughs> I might be. It, I, I picked it up on the uh, 
So it originally came out on PS2. Oh, God. No, it might be the HD version. It says Greatest Hits on top. <laughs> well, there you that go. That is literally impossible. The HD version only came out as a digital game. Oh, well, never mind then. What? What <laughs> the hell? It says Greatest Hits on top. They, Are you, it's like yeah, because that's printing. the PS2 version. Yeah. Guys, 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 you're both right. Oh, ah, okay. Thank okay. you. <laughs> so it came out on PS2 and looked visually phenomenal. Mm. Uh, then it came out as a, rema- a, a port to the... I guess kind of a remaster because they did up the the resolution a bit and then import new motion controls on the Wii. But uh, unfortunately in that one, they took out one of the main things that made that game look gorgeous. They took out the paper. It was like a a paper filter that sat on top of the game that made it look like everything was drawn on paper. Whoa! So it looks like it it just looks (laughs) odd. It's like, why did they why did you do that? Yeah, that is Um, a bizarre choice. So the Okami HD port or uh, remaster that came out on PS3 and is now being re-released on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, which all of you, you now have absolutely no excuse. It's available on on PC and PS4. There's no excuse now. You have to pick it up. I'm going to buy it for you people. Don't even fret. Adam, (laughs) I I literally have a PlayStation 2 version. That's too bad because Okami HD makes what was once a gore like a beautiful game stunningly gorgeous. Like oh, the HD version, to my knowledge, um, does not. It doesn't add any. Okami HD is weird because it is a very like by the bones remaster. It is just the uh, high fidelity textures uh, and up like graphical updates, but. Since Okami's big thing was that it was an impressive looking game, now that it's been remastered to look even better, like right. Uh, and Okami is like a fantastic game. Like I just like that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I so can I can I buy this remaster right now? And how much do I have to spend? Well, don't you worry, friendo. Uh, you play your cards right, and you'll just ha- you just wait till January. Everybody might be finding themselves with a copy of Okami in there. Oh, God. <laughs> I guess I know what my Christmas present from Adam is going to be. That's right. It's, guys, it's me, San- it's Santa Claus. I bring in the gift of Okami HD. Whoa, thanks, <laughs> Santa. You're the best. You're um, the best, Santa. Thank you. Uh, let's see. In ter- and then there's the... For remakes, because those have all been remasters... Um, there's one other remaster I want to talk about, but that I think Drew and I will have fits about it in one of our later questions. Oh, oh I'm <coughs> Kingdom Hearts. <coughs> oh, let's do it! Uh, uh, in terms of remakes, there was one game, uh, a remake that I played recently called Odin Sphere Liftrasir. Oh. I, I literally cannot say this word. It looks on stick. Is it the remake? What? I don't know. I made up words. Adam, is it um, the remake of the original Odin Sphere? Is yeah, so uh, Odin Sphere was a game that came out on PS2, and it's mm-hmm. by Vanillaware. It was a gorgeous-looking game, um, and it was a, a one of the better beat-em-up kind of hack-and-slash things. Um, and I recently, I think maybe a year or two ago, uh, they cre- they announced and released Odin Sphere, <laughs> which was... Basically, they took the visuals and updated them to for PS4, but they also went back and updated like whole gameplay systems to wow. stay in line with their more modern thinking. Oh. Like uh, the PS2 version oh, had what 
is kind of an interesting idea, but didn't work out so well, where uh, in Odin Sphere, you go to a bunch of different countries, and each country has their own currency. Oh, God. And there's an exchange rate. Uh, oh, double gods. So, this is not an economics game. Why are you so doing Zach, this to players? Zach, I thought, I thought you might find that kind of interesting. Just oh, no, I this. love it. it has... I find it amazing. I would love this aspect of this game. I just happen to know human beings other than me would not enjoy this. Well, the thing is, is that like it's an interesting idea. It just has no reason being in this game where it's yeah. a hack and slash. Because you run into the thing of like, I need to buy this piece of equipment. Show me four Valkyrie gold, like, but I only have three. Can I sell? You, can I show you these fifty-eight like Puka coins I have? Like, nah, it's no good here. Like, fuck you. Yeah, because like that's interesting. Because I feel like if you wanted to streamline it, you could just do the the currency update automatically and just like give it different values. But yeah, that's neither here nor there. So what they did was they uh they kept the special currency. They kept one special currency for like the special like uh. There's like a little cafe and a diner that those two take special coins, but they're very easy to come by. Mm-hmm. And every country just takes one currency. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the big thing they did was, is that in the original PS2, you had a stamina meter. And boy, I've never seen a beat-em-up where you had a stamina meter. And that meant combat was slow and sloggy and it was oh. kind of not fun. And did, they, did uh, they, take, so, they took it out? So in the new one, not only did they take out the stamina meter, but they added like an entire combo system oh, and like whole shit. levels of different. Like it used to be just I'll do my one, two, three, four attack, and then I can do my special. Now there's your standard attack. There's a there's a high attack, a low attack, a charge attack, a dashing attack, an air attack. You can hot map a bunch of your specials to combo them like instantly. Odin's wow. here. Li- Lithrasir, I think it is, um, kind of totally and completely eclipses the original game. Mm. I almost say, like, the original game is fantastic, and if that's the only way you can play it, so be it. But you really owe it to yourself to play the uh, redone version. Okay. Right, so, see. like, okay, so I'm... because, like, it com- you're saying it, like, kind of dequalifies the original, like... There's like, no, like, even from a preservation perspective, like, you don't feel like it has, like, it just isn't as fun or interesting to play. I, I, it has all of the same story elements and everything, so you're, you're still getting the same story, uh, but the gameplay's been smoothed out a lot. That's Fun cool. fact, so, uh, before you answer that, ask that question, Zach, uh, Odin's Fury Lifter in the name of preservation, also comes with the original game. What? Oh, well, that rocks! So you get the original game... So if you're ever, like, drunk one night and say, oh, I'm going to go play the original, you can play the original and be like, oh, my God, I should never play. I need to play Lithrasir. That makes right, me so, so I'm happy. guessing, so, Adam, yes. would you say that you enjoyed your experience with Odin Sphere Lichtenstein? <laughs> yes, I enjoyed Odin Sphere German words. <laughs> I just said Lichtenstein. Lichtenstein. Uh, Lichtenstein is a real fucking place, dude. I don't... Dude, is it in Germany? Uh, no, it's actually its own separate country. Well then, it's between Germany uh, and France. If I'm well then, about this whatever correctly. I guess. Wait, uh, no, I are... might be wrong. Give me a moment. The important thing is Adam liked uh, Odin Sphere elected. You liked it. You liked the remake. Holy is crap! What I did. Is that um, yes, Zach? 
Liechtenstein is a German-speaking 25-kilometer-long principality between Austria and Switzerland. I think that's well, its own separate country. Just stuff See, between I told you it was German words. Now we know. <laughs> so, Zach, uh, we know you've said you haven't played many remasters or remakes. Uh, I haven't. So you can't think of any that you've tried out? or I mean, I literally, I was already talking about uh, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy IX and, and Morrowind. Can I ask... Uh, are there any that look appealing to you that you're like, maybe um, you haven't played, but you're like, you know what? That looks like a remaster you know, remake I, I'd be down to play. There's a good amount of games that, like, if they had an HD rematch, like, I, you guys have heard me talking about fucking Wind Waker. Yeah. Like, well, like I'm waiting, luck? I'm waiting for the HD remaster on some new console so I can fucking play it. Well, aren't you in luck? Wind, Ma- Wind Waker has an HD remaster on the Wii U. God fucking damn it. I know. And I don't have a Wii U. <laughs> That is unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. I don't, so, I don't have a Wii U either. I skipped that whole generation. Fuck it, man. Yeah, dude. I haven't had a Nintendo console since the GameCube. Um, yeah. and, well, now I have a Switch, but... Well, See, my, my thoughts so are sounds... they could get that on the digital store very quickly and very easily and just make a lot of money and, like, that would probably just... Con- like, that would be the final nail I would need to buy a as, Switch. As you, you know, know I mean? Drew, Nintendo yes. has a crippling <laughs> and disabilitating fear of money and success. They just don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I know. Listen, Super Mario Odyssey just came out and sold mm-hmm. two million units in its first three days. Yeah, this should sound Nintendo like is quaking in their boots. What do they do? <laughs> We've done. We did too well. Oh fuck! I don't know. But what do you say we get to our next question then? Um, I think so. Let me let me took down this list. What do we actually have left? Well, we uh, we talked about a bit about what we how much of a game we have to change for it to be a remaster. Like, I, I don't know if we've quite gone into the specifics of that, but I feel like we've kind of addressed what we want out of a remaster. Is that yeah, fair to say? I'd say so. I guess last point I'd throw on is that, like, how much do you have to change? Uh, that's This is why I say it's a gradient, because it's mm-hmm. like it'll always depend. I think you'll always know when it's a remake, because it's like, this is a wholly entirely different thing. Mm-hmm. And a remaster kind of is like, could be anything. But I, mean, I think your that example one's... of the gradient works really well for me. Like there are definitely like this. This is just like why would I throw money at this? This is literally a port. And then there's like holy shit! Like this is like a new game. Like this rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think the next question we have is, <laughs> how long do you feel you should wait to make a remake or a remaster? Yes. Uh, yes. I think this is the same as as like a. Uh... Remember when we were talking about reboots. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a similar period of time to that. Well, I actually, I, I think I per, I think I would disagree. Oh. Um, only on the thing of, like, a reboot, I feel like you have to kind of gauge a bit more, like, the like what the general audience is looking for when you're going to mm-hmm. reboot something. Uh, a remaster, I feel it kind of just happens whenever they're like, we need to, we'd like to sell this game again. I think a remake... Uh, and maybe this is the part I'd agree with you on, Zach, about like the reboot, because a remake is mm-hmm. also like a different thing where it's like mm-hmm. it's going to be the same game but totally different because it's a remake. So you do have so to I... wait a little bit longer. But a remaster, I feel like if you want to remaster, go ahead. Like it's I was, just do I was people thinking want about it this question. I was thinking about this question earlier, and I was trying to think about like the way it applies to like other mediums, right? Because like. In uh, like with a movie, you can have a remake. Like you almost expect one, right? Like you know, you have like a new Superman movie, a new Batman movie, a new Terminator movie, um, and it's almost like generational, right? Um, mm-hmm. But you don't really have like 
like with games like i know like the new deus ex human revolution i know that's not technically a remake or a remaster or anything it's just mm-hmm. a continuation of the franchise that being yeah. said because of the limitations of hardware it kind of feels like it's just like this generation's version of that game you know yeah and so i don't know how to like really gauge if that even counts and if that's the case like how long do you wait till you reboot a franchise how long do you like i think remasters i don't know i feel like you should have a a version of a game that is good available on all consoles at all times right like you should try and like make that thing available to more people Mm -hmm. i don't know if that necessarily means like adding new stuff all the time but like like, I want to be able to play the Metroid game I missed out on. And right now, unless I buy a specific console, I can totally not do that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it may sound like we've been kind of ragging on remasters and stuff, but remasters do serve a pretty important role of... Oh, I think they're making, very important. ...making sure you can play it on the new thing. And the only reason I say ragging it, because we, we've thrown it on the run of, like, cash grab and... And sometimes they do feel like cash grabs, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, I, is, I started this off by saying... Whenever I see something as labeled as a remake or a remaster, I call it marketing bullshit. So, mm. but I mean, like, it, 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 I think even you'd agree. Like, sometimes a remake is like it, that's not just a marketing bullshit. That's like a wholly different thing. Yeah, uh, I, I've seen cases like that. But like a remaster, just for keeping it on the current system, I think is worthwhile. Uh, so that's why I, I'm kind of like, I really don't know when a good time to make a remaster is. It kind of feels like. Uh, whenever the old version the original or older version is unavailable and there is a demand kind of thing mm. like that's the thing if, if people want a remaster for better or for worse like they're gonna make one that's true that's true um, i guess like with me it's a matter of like like i feel like there were like i feel like the last of us has a quote remastered version on ps4 and it's just a port right like that to me i feel like don't call it a remaster like maybe wait a little bit until you like really dig in and like make the crazy director's cut version mm-hmm. i don't know like i'm torn right because on one side i'm absolutely with zach i feel like there's a lot of marketing bs that goes into making you buy the same thing twice and maybe even three times yeah um on the flip of that like if i if there's no like, a lot of my favorite games, like, people today have no, like, real means of being able yeah. to play. And that sucks. Like, I want them to have that experience. I want to be able to tell people about the thing I care about a lot and have them be able to, like, talk to me about it as though I'm not crazy. You mm. know what I mean? So, how about this? I feel like, so, this is going to sound just a little bit narcissistic. Do but it. a remake, a, re- a remake or a remaster should be made when you can no longer play that game as it was originally created. Or it is uh, I, prohibitively difficult to play that game as it was originally created. I'd say that's a factor of it, yeah. yeah. I'd say... Uh, I think that's the factor of it. That's the whole reason I'd buy it. <laughs> it's, yeah, and that, like that, that could be the selling point for you of like, there's literally no other way I can play this game. Yeah. Because sometimes, and I think that's, that is an important one of like, if you can't play it at all, then a remake, uh, then I guess, you know, do or you I, take? I would take extend the origi- little, Sorry, I would extend it a little bit further too. If it's if it is genuinely difficult to play it the way it was originally intended, then maybe you mm. should make a remake for it. <laughs> right. Well, I think the thing is is that if it's generally genuinely difficult to play it or it's not as available, like Drew said, I think a remaster is right. something yeah, you yeah, can yeah. do. Uh, a remake. Because the thing is, like, and I like a re- I don't know if we've ever said that. I'm pretty sure like a remastering is like. 
like a music term of like they'd remaster the tracks and stuff like that. So because right. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it's a remastering is basically replacing the older version kind of thing. It's mm-hmm. making this is the new updated one. Right. But a remake is going to be its own thing that sits next to the original kind of thing. Yeah, it's sort of they, like uh brings it to the modern day and and creates yeah. a new version of it. So I guess that like when you think of it like that, like how long would it be before you get a a new remastering of a song versus a remix of a song kind of thing? Now that's a poor example because remixes happen almost immediately. Yeah, remixes happen extremely quickly. <laughs> I tell you this, I would not buy a remake. Like, guys, look, it's the it's uh, Monster Hunter World. Oh, look, it's Monster World remake. Like, fuck. well, wait a second, wait a second. If a different studio picked up Monster Hunter World and did a remake of it. See, that's Maybe. so rare. That is so rare to see happen. Like, No, I know it is. I'm just like bringing it back to the music analogy of a remix. I don't know. Uh, that that was just my, my trying to use an example, and it might be a poor one, but of like, I think the thing is a remaster is a trying to replace the old one, and a remake is almost like this is the new baseline kind of thing that we want to start mm-hmm. with. So then to get but, back to the original question, like, how do you feel about that waiting period? Like, do you want it to be, like, instantaneous or do you want it to be, like, give it give it some breathing room? Give I guess it breathing that, room, please. Yeah. I guess now that I think about it, uh, I would be a little hard-pressed to, to, like, really want to get a remaster if, A, I could get it on the console that it's already on. Like, if it's a PS4 game, I don't really want a remastered PS4 game. Um, mm-hmm. Like, like uh, Last of Us, the, the example you brought up, Drew, mm-hmm. I think that was a PS3 game, but it was such a big game on the PS3, people really want to play it on the PS4. So, of course, that was getting a remaster mm-hmm. for the new console. Um, now, if they were to do, like, this is a remake of Last of Us where it's a adventure game, like, okay, you can do that whenever, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, a console generation or two? That makes sense. Deal. Like, I think yeah. what you're saying is you're like you don't want to you don't want to buy the base game and then buy the quote game of the year version like six months later and that makes perfect right. sense to me. And I feel like yeah, that's that I don't particularly care for game of the year editions because I always mm-hmm. feel like you know they're coming. Like, why mm-hmm. did you make me buy this one if you you were gonna do this one? Well, hey, I I enjoyed the game of the year editions because it lets me buy games that I like missed before and then mm-hmm. I get to grab it with all of the expansion packs. And what I fair. really, you know, what I'd really wish is what? that I wish games would have like expansion pack bundles that would just get all of them at once. They so very rarely do this. Yeah, but that's a that's a talk for a different day. Yeah. Um, our next question down here was remasters that have improved or hurt the uh, versus hurt the original. Uh, I, I may have touched on this one a little bit with my Sonic uh, discussion. Um, that's right. Yeah. Like just the fact that you, the, just the fact that you are playing a version that I know for a fact looks janky, and like, like it's not like that game was like Shakespearean quality when it comes to you know the writing or anything, mm-hmm. but like it is a shame for me that like I know that there's no way anyone's gonna play the version that I thought was better, and that that does yeah. kind of hurt the reputation of that game, you know. I think uh, for me on this question is we, we've I've clearly already given examples of game of remasters and remakes that have improved the original uh one that i think actually like remastering that game actually hurt the product that came out was zone of the enders 2 oh really uh, Why is that? 
So Zone of the Enders one, uh, Zone of the Enders two on the PlayStation two uh, was known for basically being this gorgeous-looking game that not only looked good but ran at like 60 FPS on that console, and that was like unheard of at the time. Uh, when they did an HD version of Zone of the two, whoever did the optimization did such a poor job that it actually only ran at 45 frames. Fuck, dude. So I remember sitting there, I got the HD version and I'm mm. sitting there playing with our, with our buddy, uh, our friend Nick. Uh, I almost called him our Nick. I was like, wait a minute. That doesn't make sense. Uh, well, at least you didn't call him Adam. Yeah. Um, so I was sitting there playing with Nick and I'm like, Nick, something feels wrong. This game feels so slow and I don't know what's wrong with it. Cause I remember this game being faster. Uh, mm. and it turned out it was. And then later they, in a patch, they actually cleaned up that game. Zone Enders 2, so it ri- it now runs at 60 FPS. So okay. the HD version's good, but they didn't do that for Zone Enders 1, which also performs poorly. Huh. I mean, that to me sounds like, you know, different hardware that doesn't translate proper. Yeah. Which uh, can happen. In a weird in a weird turn of events, uh, uh, earlier this year, they announced Zone Enders 2 uh, HD VR edition, which is... <sighs> God. It's it is another remaster, but it's a remaster for the PlayStation Four, which I'm excited for because, as we've talked about, you know, you want to play it on the new hardware, but it's also coming out for PC. So y'all so, fuckers ha- actually have no excuses now for that as well. Oh boy. Okay, okay, but like I can't play it VR, dude. I'm not gonna play it VR. I got no headset. Yeah, oh. neither do I. <sniffs> Sorry. Well, man. yeah. But I, I, I wait. Actually well, wait a second, on... Adam. Wait a second, Drew. Adam works yeah. at a company that does 3D VR. Hey Adam, steal the PS PSVR. Maybe maybe you can get us on the hookup. Get us a little <laughs> bit of a deal. Maybe, but uh, that's it. that's the only ones I can think of uh, that I've had personal experience where like the remaster actually didn't play as good as the mm-hmm. original. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think hardware limitations or hardware changes are always a factor. Yeah, uh, this kind of goes into our next question of when do we play a remaster versus original? If a remaster has been done with love, and I can tell that, then I'm happy to play it. If it's something that I feel like, this looks glitchy, and I don't quite know why I'm doing it, then I won't. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know. For remasters, the way we've defined them, I don't know when you would play a a remaster over the original. Uh, unless it's for, like, hardware stuff. But remakes, I'd almost always say, is, like, at least give the remake a shot. Like, mm. Odin Sphere's remake... Um, or remaster, I think, is way better than the original. Uh, Metroid Zero Mission and Metroid 2's remake, uh, whose name I forget, are apparently both exceedingly good. Um, you know, they have all these extra features and stuff like that that are just so much more improved than the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the one I always come back to is Resident Evil remake, where, fuck, dude, don't even bother with the original yeah, you're talking about it, it, it's not zero, right? They just like they had some special title for it where it was just like, yes, this is like a really good version of it. That's right. The Resident mm-hmm. Evil remake, also known as Resident Evil remake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really it. not kidding. It's just called Resident Evil remake. God oh, damn it! Why? Why does Resident Evil have these weird fucking titles sometimes? I don't know. All right, hold up. <laughs> If we want to talk weird fucking titles and remastering... Oh, I think oh, it's boy. time, Adam. Drew? Yes, Adam? When should you not remaster a game? <laughs> oh, I when know where this is, is going. When is it enough time for somebody to come by and say, Stop. 
<laughs> Stop right now. I would say um, if you take a game and you've remade it for one specific console and then you have it on another console and yet another console and then you put all of those together on a different console and then give it a really long title and then you take away the gameplay and instead just replace it all with cutscenes, maybe you're doing something wrong. Hi, I'm talking about Kingdom Hearts. How are you? Oh, <laughs> uh, excuse me, excuse me. It's Kingdom Hearts Final Mix uh, HD Remix. Please, oh, I'm sorry. What? Kingdom Hearts. All right. So here is the chronology. Here is the story of the very recent Kingdom Hearts remasters. Um, <laughs> as people probably know, Kingdom Hearts has been a really weird series in that there's like every console gets a Kingdom Hearts. I, I think and you get a Kingdom just, Hearts, and you get a Kingdom Hearts, and you um, get a Kingdom Hearts. Like, like one and two are on the PS2. Uh, Chain of Memories is on the Game Boy Advance. Uh, Birth <laughs> by Sleep is on the PSP. Uh, Dream Drop Distance is on the, the 3DS. Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. 58 can, by two is on the DS. Can we? <laughs> can we rewind? Don't forget for about the cell phone game, Adam. <laughs> Oh, recoded. That's on the. That's on mobile. Whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. We need to rewind for a second. Some of those names would put me in a tizzy. Okay. Oh my, Zach, are you? Have do you never, not even know? You don't know about Chain of Memories. <laughs> I heard about Chain of Memories. I remember right, have that. I heard one. about three hundred and fifty-eight by two days. No, but what the fuck? <laughs> it's over so, two days. It's that's over right. Two days. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Like sometimes the way you read the title actually makes a difference. It's 358 God. over two days. 358 uh, Because it's two. Days. It's 358 days being followed by two different characters or some shit. Oh my uh, God, what? Uh, there's Dream Drop Distance, which is... Yeah, what? Zach, Zach, hold up. Dream Drop Distance? Why? That's three words that start with D. Oh God, that's it's three triple D's. D. Oh God, that's it's right. Triple it's on the three, oh, it's on I'm the, going back to Dinosaur. It's on the three D's. I'm having but, the nightmares again. But to get back to what we were talking about. No, 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 uh, no, Adam, Adam, I, I, I just want to, you forgot the most important one. Which one? Like Kingdom Hearts HD <laughs> 2.8 Final Chapter Pro. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Wait, okay, wait. Say that one more okay. time. Say that one more time. <laughs> Zach, for just a few dollars more, you can purchase Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. What? Um, I, I need a breakdown so, of this. Okay, what is the 2.8 uh, for? Okay, so Zach and audience, I'm going to walk you through this. Just hold my hand. We're going on a ride. <laughs> so Kingdom Hearts 1.5 HD Remix. Okay, we're already in a weird place. Came out Zach on the just... PS3, and it had Kingdom Hearts 1. It had uh, Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. And I think it had one of the. It had one game that they couldn't actually get all of the. They didn't do all the gameplay for. They did the cutscenes for. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna look up really quick which one that was because I'm gonna oh, feel I'm bad. I'm pretty sure if I can't that remember. one was. Uh, that was the two something over the uh, two fifty six days over two or whatever. Something like that. Um, yeah. if my internet will load real quick, <laughs> come on. Come I'm waiting on. for Kingdom Hearts ice cream sandwich. Kingdom Hearts ice cream sandwich. I mean, that's yeah. So Kingdom Hearts 1.5 had final mix. Had Kingdom Hearts final mix. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories and Kingdom Hearts 358 by two days. The th- um. So 
this is this is the first package they had, and this is on the PS3. Uh, this was actually a pretty good package for U.S. customers because mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts Final Mix had never come out over here, and it is itself a remake or a remastering. Because Japan does this thing where they'll get the base game and then they'll like a year later get an update to it that like improves on a bunch of stuff. So that's what Final Mix is. Uh, Chain of Memories was originally on the GBA, but it got ported over to the PS2, and this is a port of that game. And in 3D, in 3D, in 3D. So Wait, those both are it... actually pretty good. Wait that's a second, actually a remake. Okay, so it has a port of a port. So it has a remaster in one. It has mm-hmm. a remake and then a port of Chain of Memories. Mm-hmm. And then it has 358 by 2, which was a 3DS game that they, instead of doing the entire game, they remade all of the cutscenes using the PS3 engine okay. for that game so you can get the story. Okay. So that's that's 1.5, and it's called 1.5 because it's Kingdom Hearts 1 and the in between and the two in between games. Right. Okay. So that mm-hmm. makes sense, and that's on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Then they come out with Kingdom Hearts 2.5, like a year later, and I believe this is also on the PS3. And this one <laughs> contains Kingdom Hearts 2 Final Mix, which is the same thing as one. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep Final Mix. Now this is. This one is also really weird because this was originally a PSP game that has now been ported to PS3 and given its update. Well, okay. And then Kingdom Hearts Recoded, which was a... It used to be a mobile game, then it became a DS game, and now it's a port of the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And that's... Oh, boy. On 1.5. That's on 2.5, right? Oh, God, there is more. Oh, and I need to figure this out real quick. I, uh, I, I've got it, Adam. I've got it. I can tell you all about oh, Kingdom okay. Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Pro. Oh, no. There's one more. <laughs> oh, oh, no. My mistake. This is where... And I follow this because I actually got kind of upset. So, uh, 1.5 and 2.5 are HD remasters on the PS3. Got it. Literally half a year later, they announce Kingdom Hearts 1.5 plus 2.5 for the PS4. It is both... Ooh. 1.5 and 2.5 together in one package ported to the PS4. And I was kind of upset because for one year for Christmas, I got 1.5 and one year for Christmas, I got 2.5. And it's like, wait a minute. You mean instead of getting both those, I can't be that upset because they were gifts. So I haven't spent any money on this, but it was also like, you mean to tell me I could have just waited and gotten like both collections together. This is a collection of collections at this point. Yeah. On the PS4. And then, and I'm going to let Drew take this, take this part, then they release another game. <laughs> Go for and it, that Drew. game, that game was Kingdom Hearts HD 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue. Zach, this beautiful bundle contains Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance HD, an HD version of the, uh, what was it, uh, Nintendo DS? Some shit that's, like a, that? that's a 3DS game. 3DS, that's a, my That's bad. a remake <laughs> at that point, or that's a really high quality remastering. Oh, well, God. it's an HD remaster. But, Zach, there's more. There's Kingdom Hearts X back cover. Now, Kingdom Hearts X is a, it's like an online browser game for Kingdom Hearts. You know, okay. you... And uh, they didn't really want to port that because it's a browser game. It's kind of free. 
But they made some fancy cutscenes from the game that you could watch without any context of gameplay whatsoever. So that's always good. Um, and then finally, most importantly, they have Kingdom Hearts Point Two: Birth by Sleep, a fragmented passage. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is what is Birth by Sleep a fragmented passage? Why is it Point Two? Oh God! Well, Zach, a- let me tell you why. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Point Two: Birth by Sleep, a fragmented passage, is the semi-sequel bit to Birth by Sleep and the prequel to the upcoming Kingdom Hearts 3. It's basically a little demo showing... (laughs) (laughs) It's basically a demo chapter that shows off what Kingdom Hearts 3 might look like. Okay, wait. Um, But you need context of Birth by Sleep to know what it's about. Okay, follow up. What the fuck is Birth by Sleep? Oh, did we not mention that? Uh, Birth by Sleep, Zach. That's okay. the one on the 2.5. That was a that was the PSP. Right. Game. Okay. Okay. So, okay. I remember. Let this. me let me back this all up real quick. Uh, Holy fuck! 1.5 is still a good package. That's three games. Two two of those are like full on like maybe like right. I don't know okay. how the assets were updated. That's good. But that's that good. Feels Let's like move. a remake. Plus, it's like hey, I really don't want to shell out for a, th- a DS, but I still want to get the story. It's like okay. Here's the story content bit. It's okay. Like, that's a good hey. package. All right, Adam. Let's... I think I'm done. No, no. This is for no, me and please. Drew. Please. <laughs> no, no. Let us grieve, uh, Zach. Then 2.5 is also a pretty good package. Like, that That has, like... That again, that was 2, Birth by Sleep, and... Uh, fuck, I just read it. What was the other game that was uh, in there? It was Recoded, wasn't it? Yes, thank you. And that's pretty good. Where I kind of get pissy is, is like, wait a minute. In the span of a year and a half, you announce a PS3 collection, a PS3 collection, and then you say, guys, here's a remaster. It's the PS4 collection. It's like, fuck off. Why didn't you just go for the PS4 collection? Like, why didn't you start there? Why didn't you just announce both? Like, ugh. I mean, it's the only way they could have possibly given you these games, so Adam. that, Drew, I know your ire is with 2.8. Uh, I don't, I think that's kind of stupid, to be honest, but not your ire. I think the 2.8 thing was kind of weird. Like, I appreciate the demo of three, but like, you really couldn't have just thrown that in with anything else. Um, To me, it's the collection of 1.5 and collection of 2.5 and then like the immediate re-releasing of both as a, as a remaster. That's like, damn son, that's it's, I, I understand your pain. I understand your anguish. And, like, you know what the worst thing is? <laughs> what? I'll probably still buy the PS4 collection and 2.8 because I do actually want to play those games. I just wish they would, like, fucking stop. Stop. No more games until 3 comes out. At some point, like, money gained versus customer goodwill lost is a ratio that you need to adhere to. And I feel like perhaps Kingdom Hearts has lost its way on that. Perhaps it's getting a little sketchy and strange. I don't think they need, like, four separate packages for you to decide for yourself what weird combination of game you want to play. But that's just me. That's just my thoughts. You know what? I feel like, I feel like, Drew, we have lost Zach to the darkness (laughs) because I think we broke his brain there with Kingdom Hearts (laughs) 2.8. Zach. Well, since we're, since we're bringing him back to the, from the Kingdom of Darkness... 
Mm-hmm. Do you want to do a design club? Oh, thank the fucking gods! Uh, okay, so so Drew, for my design club, I'd like to redesign. I'd like to remaster Kingdom Hearts yet again. I will just not let uh, this happen. This week's design club is: uh, uh, What game would you like to see remade, and what things would you change? Yeah. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna open this up a little bit. Of this can this isn't necessarily a full remake. If it, even if it's just a remastering, what game would you like to see like re-released and touched up a bit, or like completely overhauled? Would you want so, to see? I got I got a bit of a weird one, but I'd be really excited to see this. Um, this kind of touches on points of game that I've played that a lot of people haven't, and I want them to. Game that was in desperate need of some technological advances it didn't have at the time. Mm-hmm. And honestly, a game I think that would sell pretty dang well. Um, I have mentioned the game The Floygan Brothers before. And mm, for what? you guys who don't remember, uh, The Floygan Brothers was this really weird Dreamcast game where you play as one or the other um, of the Floygan Brothers. So these two brothers, they live in a junkyard and they just kind of like go about their day it's about sort of like stopping these like weird evil cats from like wrecking up their junkyard Um, cats (laughs) well okay cats get out of my yard cats i mean the, the premise is there's an evil guy that wants the junkyard so he could like you know build a parking lot or something and they just won't sell it to him so he's trying to get him out you know that kind of story yeah. Um, and it was episode one, and it was actually an AI project for some group of students somewhere. And what was really cool about it is, like, it had this really goofy, cartoony story, but there were a lot of really nice interactions you could do between brothers. And, like, you would play games with your brother, and, like, your, you know, his anger would go up, or his, like, confidence would go down. You would just do chores around the around the junkyard. You... It was really fun. Is this game it involved was... you just being a really cruel asshole to your brother? I mean, yes and no. Like, you were supposed Just to... Just, like, in real life. <laughs> like, no. Like, you were supposed to, like, you know, feed them and, like, you know, help each other out. Like, you could be assholes to each other. And there was, like, kind of, like, a sibling rivalry element built into it. There were actually parts of the game where you were supposed to make your brother mad. So he would beat you up and throw you through, like, a window or something. What so the you could get fuck? To the... So you could... No, so you could, like, get to the next part of the level. Like... You would make him really angry, and then he would, like, hit you with a baseball bat, and you'd turn into a little ball, and you'd fly across the map. It was, like, this goofy-as-fuck game. Um, what the fuck? And I would love to see it remade, because it had a lot of really cool ideas, and I think, like, with some more modern touches, it would be really mm. dang fun. Because it was really wacky, and I wanted to see how the story was going to pan out after episode one. Yeah. Uh, personally, I'd like to see it maybe done by, I guess, like, Bethesda or, like, Arcane, just because, like... It gotta be honest, this sounds more like Double Fine's work. You know what? It probably would be more Double Fine. Like, yeah, the, Double Fine the, would do it The better. sense of humor would definitely be Double Fine. I was thinking more, like, AI and, like, branching things you could do with interactivity. Mm-hmm. But as far as the actual, like, spirit of the game, yeah. Double Fine, yeah, get that, on that. Just, re- <laughs> just the way you were describing it is, like, yeah, that sounds like a Double Fine thing, but... Mm. That actually sounds pretty cool. I, I don't think I've ever heard that one. I feel like I feel like I yeah, me- remember you mentioning it. You know, I'll send um, you guys a trailer. Maybe you can check it out. But that's yeah. mine. <laughs> that's mine. Uh, let's see. I guess for uh, Zach, do you have one off the top of your head? Um, I I kind of have one. I was thinking about it, and there's a lot of games that I really liked, but a lot of them have already gotten HD remasters. 
with the weird exception of Roller Coaster Tycoon. I would love to see that. Listen, man, they've put out, like, new games, but I I would really love to play the old one just with, like, an updated graphics system. Um, Mm -hmm. Or, uh, like, a a graphical remaster of the first and second Dragon Age. That'd be pretty fun. Especially if they could, like, make the systems in those games not crap. That'd be great. You know what I'd say? Uh, This this may sound like heresy for you. I don't know. I remember Mm -hmm. seeing dragon age 3 and i liked that it had a bit more of a like an action combat vibe to mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. if i remember correctly uh didn't dragon age 1 that had more of a slower turn-based thing or was that also like action it was i know where you're going this is most definitely heresy heresy right yeah because like the thing is is like whenever i saw dragon age 3's combat it's like wow that looks really cool could we can i get one and two looking like that yeah, they huh. they slowly transformed from like Baldur's Gate in the first one to the like action combat. Stuff. Uh, well, I I did well, kind of similar uh, to the way Mass Effect happened, right? Because I know like two and three became much more action heavy versus the original. Well, oh, I the, think this was like more than that, wasn't it? <laughs> Trust me, it, it was more than that through the Dragon Age series. Um, the Mass Effect series, just to quickly go over it, the Mass Effect series, it was always a shooter and it was always action oriented. It's just in the Mass original Mass Effect series, it was very gear and progression based, and uh, I always remember it for the stupid bullshit you could do at the end game. But there was a lot With of the, arrests. The mods know. and stuff. Oh yeah, dude, modding your gun was fucking amazing. <laughs> I still but, but, the infinite the infinitely firing assault rifle. It never uh, lost accuracy. I could fire it forever. Huh. But, but for but for Dragon Age, I think it was like it was very Boulder's Gate, and then two. Yeah, was you needed to like stop that. and start and stop and start and stop and start again. Um, mm-hmm. I and then two was sort of the in between for it, and then three was most definitely an action game. Um, yeah, I kind of lament that. I I wish there was a little bit more strategy and tactical elements in the third game. I do like the action and pacing of the combat, but it. It always felt kind of, I don't know. It just felt kind of weak. I guess it felt yeah. like there wasn't a lot of depth. Well, let to me it. let me ask you, Zach, since you kind of brought up like a remaster of Dragon Age One and Two, uh, yep. what things would you update in the, in the remaster? Um, I think besides I think, like a graphical update, I think adding maybe I, I I think I might want to add it, but I I don't know. I I would try to keep the combat like. I, I, I would try and update the combat most definitely and make it just sort of easier for players to get into that spirit, that tactical spirit vibe um, mm-hmm. and, and make it a little bit faster. And, and yeah, and you know, I, I, I don't know. I've been if... playing, I've been playing divinity two a lot and I really like how they did that. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe something similar, but in more real time style. Um, so let me ask you, would you almost want like dragon age, but done like divinity? Like, like, take um, Dragon Age's story and its characters, but use, like, I think they're called, like, CRPG kind of thing. Yeah. The, the gameplay. Um, like, like, go hmm. all in on the, like, the CRPG element. I I think, yeah, I think going all in on the CRPG element could actually be really fun and enjoyable for the Dragon Age games. They're not going to go like that. If they ever make another Dragon Age, it's not going to be like that at all. Yeah. But uh i i would really enjoy like a very crpg kind of uh kind of dragon age but uh, mm. let's see well if I... I mean because that oh, was 
Oh, it's just, it's funny because that started off as yours, but then Zach very quickly jumped in with some, some interesting critique. Um, I never actually found out, Zach, what would you change in Roller Coaster Tycoon? Oh, literally, oh, yeah, just, yeah. It, it would literally just be updating the graphics and maybe some of the UI. Okay, fair <laughs> like, enough. I just wanted a prettier Roller Coaster Tycoon, okay? I want to make you know, my, I want my go-karts to look real fucking good. Let me, let me tell you this, Zach. Uh, if they were to make a Roller Coaster Tycoon update, like, like a remaster, modern, yeah. they would be remiss if they did not put VR so you could ride your own roller coasters in there. Yeah, that would be... Damn, that would yeah, be a that worthwhile be update, dude. That that would uh, be an update I would actually buy. <laughs> let me see. I, let me think if I can think of a, a game I'd want. I When I think like if a game I want remastered or remade, uh, to me, like the first thing that comes to mind, and I've mentioned this before, because it... Uh, uh, is I would want a remaster or a remake of Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles on. Oh yeah, yeah, you oh, really liked that one, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, I about this. So fun story. Uh, tomorrow, I have somehow convinced my work game group that we should play Crystal Chronicles. What? I have fun. because somebody brought a GameCube in and we said, hey, you know, Crystal Chronicles on a GameCube, and you know, we got some stuff. And they're like, yeah, let's try. It. I'm like, yes, the plans come together. <laughs> we in there, boys. Get in there, um, boys. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, fun fact. Uh, I was looking over like guides and like walkthroughs <clears throat> to help people remember, like, or to help me remember how to play this game. Boy, that I've forgotten a lot about that game. That game is very in depth. So. Look forward, so next next week's update will be, did we get past the first dungeon? Dude, I'm oh, super boy. excited. That's awesome. Um, like, you're replaying I, something that you really like. Good for you, man. I, nice. I love it, that game, but I, I kind of can't remember everything. Yeah. Uh, if I had to remake that game, though, uh, one of the things that I would remake it is that Crystal Chronicles came out for the GameCube, but was also a kind of a marketing gimmick to pl- to plug the new Game Boy Advance and Link cables because to play multiplayer every player needed their own Game Boy, their own Link cable oh, to the GameCube no. and it just became a fucking pain in the ass to play it. Oh god, the and, Link cables. And I honestly I honestly think that the reason that game didn't do as well was because to play multiplayer required such an investment. Mm-hmm. Uh if I had to remake it, one I would remake it on either the switch or i would remake it on a basically it could be on any console or pc that can do online multiplayer mm-hmm. i think the switch would be a perfect game for that uh just because it was originally a nintendo game i'd love to see it back on the nintendo and uh i think having the switch there would, would just be helpful but if it were on pc or ps4 or xbox one or Xbox One X, whatever the hell they're on now, uh, having online connectivity would just make that game so much more. Uh, if I had to remake other parts of it, I think I would remake the character growth stuff so you could like do different builds because in the game now, you you kind of can, but they're more self-imposed builds, if that makes sense. Because huh. like, mm-hmm. the way you upgrade in that game is you just get trinkets that upgrade your stats and... A self-imposed build is, okay, what things do you prioritize first and then, say, call it versus right. this is your optimal build. Uh, hmm. But I would remake that game in a damn heartbeat. Yeah. Like if, I had in- if I had infinite money 
to throw at something, that would be one thing I'd throw at it. I mean, the thing is, all of your reasons for remaking it make perfect sense. Like, it's a perfect, it seems like a really good candidate for a modern Nintendo console. Uh, It clearly has a fan base that remembers it fondly. And you'd be able to do it without those goofy hardware limitations that Nintendo forced down your throat. I'm a little sore. I liked Four Swords. Did anyone else like Four Swords? Oh, we have have Four Swords at the office that we're getting ready to play. But that also had the, do we really need to buy a Game Boy and a cable to play this? Uh, True facts. All right, guys. Do you have any other remasters that you want to see seen? Or is it time for pour outs and uh, maybe even some toasts? I think it's time for pour outs and toasts. All right. Well, let's I'm see gonna, here. I'm going to pour one out for uh, the Silent Hill 2. Oh, God. I never. I didn't mention um, that. Fuck. Remaster <laughs> that uh, fuck apparently ruined the game. I don't know. I didn't even see it because I don't play okay. fucking horror games. To, to back up a second. And thank you. And thank you, Zach. We had that question of when does a remaster hurt the original? Uh, this is also be my pour out for Silent Hill HD collection. Who in their right mind thought removing the fog from Silent Hill was a good idea? Oh, that's... Uh... Who thought, Who thought? oh, hey, we don't have the texture that goes on this sign. Uh, let's use Comic Sans and put it in. What? They use fucking Comic Sans? <laughs> Zach, I'll have to... Zach and audience, in Silent Hill 2, there's a sign that they apparently didn't have the texture for anymore. So instead of remaking it or going to an earlier version, they just bullshitted it and made a new one, but used Comic Sans. <laughs> so that's, thank that's you, Zach. Goofy. Silent Hill HD Collection deserves this pour out. Lordy, that game that game series has been having it rough. Yeah. Ugh, sad days. Sad days. Uh, let's see here. I. Uh... I would like to give a toast to all the hardworking folks that made that Half-Life remake possible. That's a really fun story that I quite like. I didn't get to talk about it, but yeah. um, it was uh, it was a fan remake of Half-Life um, that was relatively extensive, and I think that should be commended. So how about a toast to them? It seems appropriate. What do you hey. say? A, a toast to that. A toast. A, a toast. toast. A toast. Uh, Zach? What? I was just going to say, Zach, do you have any, any other- toasts? Oh, my, well, my pour out was Silent Hill 2 HD remake. Oh, that's right. That's me? right. It's just okay. Adam and I think my my pour out as well was that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, well. I don't think I have any toast at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, I'm a little sour on on our previous discussion topic. Uh. Yeah. <sighs> well, but I do. Was a... You're sour on what? <laughs> on the previous discussion topic, but it's okay. I thought of something to teach us all today. Oh. oh. Is this a lesson that we're going to have? Yeah. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson is that if you want to make it right the second time, you have to look to see what worked the first time and make sure to incorporate that on the second go. And that's the lesson of the day, everybody. Thanks. Hmm. That's a good lesson. Hmm. That's good wisdom. Majestic. Majestic. Uh, well, listeners, um, thank you for listening to us. I hope everything's going good with you. Uh, if you have anything you want to say to us, any suggestions for topics, or just cool little hellos, you can reach us at teamnitwick at gmail.com. That's teamnitwic at gmail.com. 
You can also find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. Heck, you can even just uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Do whatever your heart tells you to do. Next week, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about loot boxes. Wonderful, very non-contentious <laughs> topic. We all have wonderful things to say. Oh, man. It's better I than hope... the other contentious topic we had. <laughs> I hope we don't get a bunch of dupes. I'd hate to get episodes three and four again. I already got uh, those ones. Indeed, indeed. Uh, um, this week's uh, music is by Pro Leader, and our wonderful logo go- comes from Matt Jacuz. So, oh, no, that... I always have trouble with his last name. Isn't it but Taco it is... Bus? <laughs> what? He goes by Matt Taco Bus, but he has a different actual last name. Um, but you can find more art from him in our little doodlebop description. Um, that's all I got. Thank you so much. Ah, have a great day. We love you, and we're going to be talking to you real soon. Goodbye! Goodbye. Later, Goodbye! Goodbye.